morning or afternoon or evening, everybody, and welcome to the uh, the Global Roundtable. Um, please remember to remain on mute, everybody, unless you are called on. And please, can you introduce yourself before your question? And no follow-up questions, thank you. And uh, Emma, you can have the first question, please. Hey. Hi, my name is uh, Emma Badame. I'm from That Shelf uh, in Toronto. Um, thanks for talking with us today. Uh, I, my first question uh, was about uh, the scene where you trash the lunar model home, which looked like a lot of fun and possibly cathartic. Uh, I just wanted to know what it was like to be given kind of free reign in those scenes to kind of tear up stuff and go nuts. Personally, I liked the scene right after. Also, hi. Hello, everybody. It's nice to meet you. I'm McKenna. <laughs> um, thank you for talking with me. But um, personally, my favorite was more of the scene afterwards where we're all sitting on the floor eating food because we got real space ice cream. And whenever we're fighting over it, everybody really was fighting over it. <laughs> you know, and I thought that that was really fun getting to eat all of that junk. But uh, the, <laughs> the um, trashing the place was was fun. It, it was uh, funny. I think that Orson and Thomas who play Marcus and Borny came a lot, uh, came up with a lot of their stuff with the mannequins. Of course, they're quite funny. Uh, and then, oh man, we had that pillow fight. That was, I had such a headache because um, I think there were these certain pillows that we were not supposed to throw because they were way too hard. But of course, guys being guys, I'm pretty sure Billy and Isaiah were throwing them anyways. And man, if those things hit you, they hurt. <laughs> Oh man, so it, it was very fun. It, it, it was a very fun sequence to be able to shoot, but oof, man, I took some time after that. <laughs> Thank you. Elizabeth, do you have the next question, please? Hi, McKenna, thanks for taking our questions. Elizabeth from me out of Canada. Um, you know, it sounds like you had some great times on set based on that story about that scene. Can you tell us a little bit more about what it was like to collaborate with your co-stars? What was it like to really execute um, something that's supposed to be this really kind of um, what becomes a really tight-knit group of, group of people? Yeah, I mean... We were all we were all in the same apartment complex, so we definitely we definitely hung out a lot. Uh, but it was exciting to. Be, I think that these characters had such a good bond between them all, and and I'm very glad that we were able to portray that and put it on screen. I think that all of the characters mesh so beautifully together, um, especially towards the end, whenever they all know each other so much better. Um, but. Yeah, I, I think that it was really fun for all of us getting to be on the wires together, um, you know, especially, oh man, there, there was a time in the scene whenever we walk out of the rover for the first time, what you don't see is that all of us were on wires, but the wire track starts like over there and we're inside the rover so the wires are like weirdly at an angle so all of us are like leaning forward trying to like hold on to stuff so that we don't fly out of the rover before we're supposed to and everybody was so jam-packed in there and I think I was the last person to leave the rover so I was just squished against a wall behind everybody and everybody was just like accidentally hitting each other with their um with their like oxygen tanks and everybody was arguing like the characters they're like get out of the way 
right no you're pushing me into a wall and I was just like flat against the wall I was like guys I can't breathe it was very funny getting to shoot that oh jeepers I forgot about that until just now Oh, that was funny because then you had to like really slowly pull yourself out of the rover so that the wires don't swing you out. <laughs> Thank you. Thomas, you have the next question, please. Thank you. Hi, McKenna. I'm from One Take News. Big fan of yours, so I'm really happy to be talking to you today. Uh, so thank you for talking to us. Um, going back to that rover scene, I really like that one because, you know, you guys, it's just you, a bunch of kids coming out on the moon just doing whatever they want. So I want to ask if you, as McKenna, um, and a group of your friends went out on the moon, just what would you do just for fun? What, what do you think you would do to have fun? I mean, I think going out on the moon would be pretty fun in general. I, I, I don't um, I don't think we'd be playing any launch off because that's been proven to be a horrible idea. But, um, oh, that'd be so fun. I, I've always wanted to go on a road trip, <laughs> like a real one with friends. I've only ever traveled to like go and see family and stuff. So I think that'd be so fun. Um, it is so fun being on those anti-gravity wires. I think that just leaving the rover and getting to bounce around out there would be fun. <laughs> it's so cool. That's great. Thank you. Thank you. Steve, you have the next question. Great. And it's wonderful to speak with you. Um, I'm Steve from, from Screenfish here in Toronto. Um, hi. Hi. <laughs> One of the things I love about your character is her, she constantly talks about history. And uh, there's a moment where she talks about how you wouldn't believe the stuff you find in history books. And it's so, I think the line is, it's so beautiful and so sad. And, and, and there's this beauty about it. I'm wondering from you, what do you think the power is of knowing our history? And what do you think it means to change it going forward? <clears throat> Sorry, I have a little bit of a head cold. Sorry. Um, but I think that that is, that is such a, a beautiful line because reading, I was like, really? I mean, like, ugh, I hate school and like going to history class or something I feel like is, is most kids, but seeing it from the point of view of some kids on the moon who have never seen the earth or gotten to know its beauty, I think that it's really sad and beautiful. It's, it's a lot of stories in history that we quite frankly take for granted, uh, just having it all at our access. But someday, who knows, maybe we will be on the moon and history books will be a crazy thing of the past and these, these crazy stories that you wouldn't believe. And she says something where uh, she's like, it's all so beautiful and so sad. And it was like the biggest thing in the world to them. And Earth meant everything. And now it's just, I, it's, it rings true. Cause I mean, everything, even our own little personal battles feel like the biggest thing in the world. And it's like, oh my God, the world is going to end if, if this happens or, oh my gosh, this is the biggest thing ever. Whenever in reality, it's, it's not even close. So I think that that scene and getting to explain everything and getting to have those lines. Um, it's definitely like a reminder. It's like, whoa, <laughs> it's it, everything is so crazy and insignificant, but at the same time, so important. It's, it's, it's very, like it gets very deep whenever you think about it too hard. Uh, 
but definitely made me think a bit. That was uh, actually the scene that I auditioned with was that scene and the launch off scene where I was yelling at everybody. So I, I've always had a special part of my heart for that scene. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. Layla, you have the next question, please. Um, hi, I'm Layla. Um, I work for Agents of Fandom. Um, thank you so much for your time today. Um, I want to know with um, Creator and, you know, obviously some of your other recent projects being diving into the sci-fi genre, how does it compare to other genres you've worked in? Which has been your favorite to explore? Really quick, I just want to say I really like your sweater. It's very cool. Yeah. I love your figurines, too. It's very cool. Um, it's very different. I've never done... I mean, I've, yeah, I've never done anything like this film before. I, I've done Ghostbusters and things like that that are, that are a little more sci-fi and bigger budget and action-y and all sorts of SFX, but never anything quite like this that truly is a completely new world where whenever you're shooting it, you have no idea what it's going to look like, <laughs> which is something I was not very used to. And... I, I'd done maybe a little bit of wire work before, but being on those wires all the time and such intricate costumes and you always have to do, you do your take and then you do a plate of the entire thing and they go through all the motions with the camera and then we have little cameras in our spacesuit to record the environment so that whenever they're doing the SFX, they can see how the light reflected whenever we are doing it. Um, and something I certainly <laughs> had a bit of trouble with that I wasn't used to was whenever we had the visors on, we really couldn't hear anything. <laughs> and they had it like a real spacesuit where we could all, well, we could all constantly hear each other in our ears. So we heard nothing else but the overlapping chaos of at least for me, I heard nothing else but the overlapping chaos of 14 guys <laughs> constantly in my ear, which was like very funny. But I'd never had anything like that before where you don't like switch it on and off. But like, it, it's so funny. Only like two people can talk at a time. It's something else. <laughs> very funny. But uh Truly, though, it was very cool. I'd love to be able to do something else uh, like Crater. I, I think that it was such a cool adventure to be able to learn how to be a space lady. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Thank you. Emma, your next question, please. Hi there, Emma from That Shelf again. Um, you actually talked a bit about there about the spacesuit and in that case, the helmets. But I wanted to ask you about... Uh, how do costumes kind of help you get into the part, especially when you're playing somebody from 2257, I think is the year. Um, how how comfortable were they to work in and how does that kind of help you get into the scene or get into the parts that you play? I mean, the first, the first little bit of shooting, costumes would come to my trailer and help me get into it because um, we would wear shorts and then well at least in my case I'm not sure what the guys wore because I had a different spacesuit than them but I wore I had a cool spacesuit no I'm just kidding all the spacesuits were very cool but uh I wore like shorts maybe a tank top or a sports bra or something similar and then I'd wear long johns over that so it'd be long sleeves long pants 
and then we'd wear the harness that you got to like tighten and whatnot. And then you put more long johns over that and then maybe another layer, I think, uh, because the, I feel like the first long johns were skin toned and then the second ones might've been something else. And then a white one and then the suit and the suit is the hardest part to get on because there's a lot of moving pieces to it. You get on the base layer and then you got to put on the bootstraps and then you got to put on the arm buckles and then you got to put a little camera and there's this little thing right here that has a camera in it to, for the SFX team. And then um, it's always quite difficult to get on the, oh, you put on, <laughs> I'm trying to remember all this. It's It's like coming back to me as I'm saying it. The piece that the helmet hooks onto you gotta throw that on over it and then you have a harness over that and so there's so many moving pieces to that costume but I'm quite proud of myself because by the end I could just like like put it all on and uh we had this at our trailers I'm excited now because I'm actually shooting something right now where I wore a harness the other day and they were telling me how to put it on I was like hey I can do this myself, just watch. <laughs> Cause now I can like get myself all harnessed up and suited up. Uh, but by the end of it, I think all of us would put on the long drawn bits and all the under bits and then the harness and then the base layer. And then we all go to this trailer that's like one big trailer and it just has a couple of changing rooms in it and all of our helmets on a table and all of us would go in there together and go into our changing rooms and put on all the bits and bobs and then come out, put on our helmets, get our touches and then go to set. So it was a, it was a hassle in the morning. It took a very long time to get everybody ready, but I think all of us got pretty fast at it by the end. Sorry, very long way of explaining. I was just, all of it was going back. <laughs> That's great, thank you so much. <laughs> Elisabetta, your next question, please. Um, Elizabeth from Canada again. Um, you know, you talked about so many great experiences that you had um, on set, but I'm wondering when you first kind of read the script or you first learned about the character, was there something in particular that really jumped out at you? Something from kind of the get-go that made you say, um, you know what, I'm excited to to take on this role. I really I thought it was so exciting that it takes place on the moon, of course, but I something I thought that was really beautiful about the script, and I think, sorry, there's an airplane, I don't know if you can hear it, but I think that it translated very well to screen as well as that I think um, as fun as this film is, and uh, it's on the moon, it's very fantastical and exciting. I think that there's a lot of heart in it. And what really struck me whenever reading the script was the ending. I thought that it really grounded the film uh, and took it into more of a realer place, which I think is probably hard to do whenever you're writing a film about a couple of teens going on a road trip across the moon. I think that that's a little hard to do, but our director, Mr. Kyle, I think really did. And reading the script for the first time uh I don't cry very easily during films or while reading scripts but it either made me cry or got me very close so I was like oh I'd love to be a part of something like this hey Thomas your next question please 
Hi again, Thomas from One Take News. And I just want to ask, you've talked a lot about the process of working on this film. You know, like you did a lot of wire work, you said all these different costumes. So I want to ask you in particular, what's something very specific that you learned on the set of Crater that you're ready to apply to your other projects and that has made you gain an appreciation for this process in general? Uh, I mean, like I said, I learned a lot about harnesses and wire work and it's really interesting. I think that they actually have people lifting you with the wires. It's not just an automatic system, but you look off to the side of the stage and there's two guys per wire, like holding it up and then pulling other things. And it's really cool to see. And I'm like, jeepers, I hope it's not heavy. <laughs> but uh, I, I got to learn a lot about putting on harnesses, which is uh, very good to be able to apply. Now I know how tight I like it, or if I want to use padding in certain harnesses, uh, which I think really helps whenever you're going into more films like this or action type of things. But honestly, I feel like shooting this film and the experience I had shooting this film, I definitely learned a lot about myself, I think. I. I think I'm a very different person than whenever I started the film, and, and I think it's for the better. <laughs> I think that I learned a lot about myself. I started writing a lot more music after this film, which was really cool, uh, because I always had so much inspiration. I was always writing things down while I was on set, and I started really writing things which was cool for me. I had start. I, I think I wrote some songs about the moon or about Addison while I was on set, which is silly. But I think that I learned a lot about myself while I was shooting. Steve, you have the next question, please. Thanks so much, McKenna. It's great to talk to you again. I'm just, I'm wondering, like, you know, this this is a big project, and I know you've been in lots of big projects before, but. What what sort of preparation did you get to do for this? Did you get to do any sort of research into into space travel or any of that, and, and what that looked like? Um, yeah, we had a two week moon camp beforehand, so that all of us uh, could learn how to walk like we're in anti gravity, and and learn how to use the wires, of course, and get used to all of that. And I'm pretty sure I was talking about this earlier, but I'm like ninety percent sure that he was from NASA, but we talked to somebody from some sort of space thing. And I'm 90% sure that we talked to somebody from NASA and got to ask them questions. And they gave us a rundown and told us all sorts of stuff, uh, which was really cool. Of course, I, I love space. I think that it's so terrifying and interesting and terrifying. <laughs> so I mean, getting to learn about the moon and about space was really cool for me. I've always had a fascination with those types of things. And I've played characters who are fascinated with uh, the stars before. So of course, it's very me. Uh, but yeah, we got to learn a lot about the moon and, and did a lot of preparation on the wires, which was very cool experience. Thanks so much. And Layla, you will have the final questions for the roundtable. Thank you. As Layla from Agents of Fandom again, um, you just mentioned uh, kind of playing characters in the past who have this fascination with space and other movies coming out that may want to focus on the same thing. And I wanted to ask, you know, what other characters could you see yourself playing, whether it's revisiting old roles? What would you want to see, like, any of them just being fascinated in this? like, And just playing someone who has this passion that the characters and creator do, who would you want to link to that? Uh, to being fascinated with the moon and the stars? Yeah. Just anyone, like, what would you want to do with that? I, 
I mean, before I played a character, Christmas Flint, who was uh, in a film called Troop Zero, and her whole thing was that she wanted to be on the golden record to be able to put her voice out into the universe. And I think that it had a similar message to this film about being heard and seen and, and living to the fullest while we can while we're on this earth. But on this case, it's on this moon. Uh, I think... Now that I think about it, I shot uh, Trip Zero in New Orleans and then I shot Crater in Baton Rouge. So it's almost like Christmas got to fulfill her wish of going to the moon in a way, uh, which I think is quite lovely. But uh, I mean, I've played a lot of characters who are very into science um, and and lots of women in STEM, which is exciting. I love it. But uh, getting to actually fulfill that and get to play a character who's very smart and again into science and maths uh, and, and history especially it, it was very fun to be able to do that but in a completely different environment and then to be able to see it's funny because these kids are on the moon which is the place that all of us well a lot of us are, are so fascinated with and they're just like, God, I hate it here. You know, the moon, the moon stinks and all of these things. And it, it's a very different take, I feel like, on the moon, which I found very funny because um, it's it's a completely different side. It's like, you know, no matter where we are, there's always going to be ups and downs. But then getting to see that on a place that's like, I want to go to the moon. I think that it's just really funny. And everybody's so fascinated with Earth up there. <laughs> Love that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Everybody, thank you so much for joining us for the roundtable. But that is our time. Uh, if you please say goodbye, there's an exit the room. Thank you. Thanks so much. Thanks so much, Thank you so much for your time.